Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast. Proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And our mates over at Elite Breaks, check them out on Facebook and Instagram. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bonds Express. True, true. That's right, Corey. The Bonds Express is back. And, oh, this is a, uh, a special, special podcast. The second one of the week, eh, Corey? Yeah, going to this week. Not bad. And the listeners, they're, they're probably sitting there thinking, what the fuck are these dickheads release a second podcast? Well, we've got something else to talk about this week, Corey, and that's a little bit of draft. And you know what that means? Um, what? Well, we've had to bring in the resident draft expert. Now, we don't have a nickname for him, Corey. But I'll tell you what, we probably need to come up with uh, one very shortly. So we'll introduce him, just as his fucking regular name, as his parents named him. Now, his parents mustn't be too special needs, Corey, because they've given him a regulation name, which I don't mind. Mitch, welcome to the potty, mate. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, Mitch, friend. I don't know if you know how this works, mate, but uh, maybe just give it to, maybe just ask Corey, just say, Corey, where can the listeners find us on social media? Because that's usually how the uh, top of the show runs here. <laughs> Corey, where can the listeners find us on social media? Oh, thanks, Mitch. Hey, by the way, we've got a, another hyphen name here. I, I reckon we're going with MHF over uh, over in uh, Mitchie land. Um, <laughs> find us on, uh, fucking rock myself then, uh, Twitter and Patreon at OC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Bit of a different format today, guys. I didn't participate in the draft because Mitch can't run a fucking draft to save his life, so I wasn't in there. Uh, snake draft. What we're going to do is we'll, I'll kind of bounce off both of you with questions, kind of how you found the draft, things you've done, you know, a bit of this and that, your teams. I've gone through and I've given everyone a draft grade. So I've gone in and checked out their drafts, not knowing who's who. I mean, I know it's not hard to tell which team's bonces because they're called the fucking Boss Express because he's that original. Um, Hold on a minute. Who, who sent you the teams? Uh, Mitch, because he does more work than anyone in the Elite chat and he's been there for about four minutes. Mitch, were you not intelligent enough to remove the team name? I need team what? name there to read out the team name for the draft grade, you stupid fuck. That's a fair point. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you might have got me there. Yeah, yeah, no, you get away with that one, Mitch. Well done, my friend. Um, yeah, so we'll just kind of bounce off each other. Mitch, can you just take us through the kind of draft it was, how many teams are in it, um, how easy they are to set up, etc., etc., etc.? Yeah, so it was a 12-league draft, uh, sorry, 12-team draft. Uh, it was pretty easy to set up. We did a 24-hour format because everyone runs different schedules. Uh, we tried to draft pretty quickly on the same night. There was a couple of people that obviously were working and doing things in between, so we kind of had to break up for an hour or two. And then I think it was our last three picks each, and then it just fucking dragged on for two days because of fucking Jordan... And Joel was sleeping one of the times, and yeah, it was just took a long time. So, um, but yeah, it was good. The boys did pretty well. Um, I I think I'll next time I would do a, a deeper draft and add a few more people. Um, but yeah, all in all, they did pretty well. Because how many spots did you have? What it was a three three one three. Is that correct? With four bench. It was a yeah. So it was. Three, four, one, three. Yeah, with full bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful. Um, how, Bombs, you've completed 
if you've completed. You've competed in a lot of drafts before, especially over the years, keeper, non-keeper. Was this non-keeper? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was not yeah, yeah, yep. um, You've competed in a lot of drafts. How did you find the smaller format compared to the larger format that you normally do? <coughs> well, you have a look at the free agents and you're just like, how's it undrafted? How's he undrafted? How's he undrafted? But then you look at your team and you just think, what the fuck am I going to drop for him? Yep. So there's actually a lot of plays. I mean, I don't mind the, the deeper draft because, you know, in a deeper draft, you, you some of those guys, you know, like Ridley two years ago may not have necessarily made like the free agents. So I reckon with uh, with a shorter shorter amount of teams, I reckon if you're more active in the uh, free agency kind of market, then um, then you've still got potential, even if you didn't draft well, to really kind of just take it home. Now, I come in with a bit of a draft policy every single time I do one of these. Um, they're normally in the deeper drafts. You know I'm very midfield heavy, so I attack the mids first and then kind of build around that simply in those deeper leagues that I think you can find some relatively good defenders and forwards later on. Did you come in with a philosophy? Just keep in mind it is a 3-3-1-3, three, three, three. so three defenders, three forwards, three midfielders, one Ruckman, and then the four bench players bumps. This year with DPP being introduced as well, so if you want to touch on that, did you come in with a bit of a strategy with this draft? Well, yeah, I gave zero fucks about defence because once the big boys were gone up top, I just thought, well, then you can throw a blanket over the rest of the defence. Whoever you... That that really, that price bracket, you know, say 350 to 450, then there's a lot of players in that in that sort of range. It's just like... Who cares, really, who you kind of end up with at that point? So defence, I didn't draft, I think, until virtually my entire team was finished. But what I did do was I went early on Pendles. And, you know, my midfield was kind of done. But I saw Pendlebury kind of still sitting there. I thought, nah, fuck it. I'm going to get him because uh, I drafted Callum Mills pretty early. So I thought, Pendles, he'll be on my field, you know, in my midfield while Mills is injured. And then I'll just flick him to the defence and then... uh, and then, yeah, I, I did use a little bit of your policy there and tried to go a little bit midfield heavy. But there's a bit of risk associated with some of the names I've got, I think. Yeah. Um, and Mitch, did you have a like a bit of a strategy that you were going into this with or have you completed in other drafts before where you, you kind of strategize in a way that you do? Yeah, so I kind of went in with a theory of the forward line and the defence is where it's going to kind of win you games because the midfield group will... Every, everyone in the top end will kind of average you around about 100 points because the draft wasn't so deep at, at a minimum. And I also went for plays that I, a couple of plays that I thought were going to get DPP during the season as well just because of the flexibility. And I picked a, a fair few players with DPP already just to cover all bases. With the draft itself, um, and for those that are looking to draft, would you say that you would reach a little bit further or you found yourself reaching a little bit further? You both just mentioned that they're bumps you with Pendles and Mitch just you in general. Would you say that there are players that you would you would reach for, i.e. that Pendlebury fact that could get their defensive? Did you find yourself reaching at all you think bumps? Oh yeah, hundred percent. The only reason I picked, I wouldn't have gone anywhere near Pendles if uh, but there was no Pendles. chance. Did you think? Was there a stage? Where no, you're no one there? else has the DPP there. Was no, there a stage? No one... Was there a stage where you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, so here's Pendles v this person. This person may be better, but Pendles will get the DPP. 
No, I don't think I, I don't think I saw once I saw Pendles, I wasn't comparing everyone else. I thought, fuck this, I'm, I'm just going to grab a defender because my midfield's fucking pretty stacked. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying though because look, if if you haven't gone early and you know you got your Whitfields or you know your Sicilies or your Lloyds, if you haven't got any one of those ones like right at the start, your Pendlebury is someone that are like slides. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think doing this draft a little bit earlier, because a week ago we've done it now as well as before, you know, the Pracky game, Collingwood uh, intra-club, it was, uh, unless you sort of really tuned in and confident that it was going to happen prior to that, then uh, then someone like that would have slid. But I reckon Pendlebury, for any drafts that are going to go happen uh, between now and the start of the year, which is, I think we're under 30 days away now, actually, Corey. Yeah. Um, he, no way is he going to slide that far because he would have been draft pick seven or eight for me. Now, in a snake draft, that could be what? What would that be? Um, how many teams do we have? 12? What's 12 by seven or 12 by eight? Close to pick 100. You know what I mean? Um, so that's how late he kind of went. And I wouldn't expect him to go that late in any upcoming drafts in the next week or so. Especially with rumours of the kick-ins and everything, yeah. And to um, be fair, Corey, I mean, it does help that, you know, half of the league is full of Patreons. Or let's face it, Corey, they're not the brightest of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch, kind of the same question at you. Did you find that you would reach for someone purely in that DP fact, DPP factor? Yeah, so I made sure within my first three picks, I picked players that I thought were going to be either top of their line or second in their line that may get DPP. Like, my first pick, I, was, I think I was pick five, and uh, Took Miller was still on the board. So I, I was thinking about getting Took, but I actually went with Bont instead because I thought he would get the DPP, and the forward line this year is going to be pretty pretty atrocious. So adding a play like that, I thought would be handy over someone like a McAvoy or something like that that a lot of the people... In the Patreon, they were in the draft, got stuck with someone of that caliber because the forward line was just shit. Oh, the forward line was shocking, man. Yeah, but it's I, especially harder, I think, back then too than it is now as well. Oh, was my second pick, might have been my third, second or third pick, one or the other, um, I took Mitch Duncan. Now, that's fucked. That's fucked because I went that early on actually trying to go get a forward line player and now I've just... Yeah, the prick's injured and it's calf and he's old. And I'm thinking, fuck me. Uh, the, the beauty's what of drafting early. All right, what we'll do is, because I don't want to give away teams too much, is I'll go through and do my draft grades on each person that was in the draft. Kind of a couple of quick summary notes. So this will go pretty quick. And then we'll touch on both your teams in general. Very, in- very interesting. Yeah, so Sweet Cherry Pie, which I'm now taking is Mitch's team here after he uh, said the Bontepalli. Mate, you're pretty stiff. you got a C plus out on that draft board. I think, oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, I think you've gone a little bit uh, suspect with a couple of these players. I don't like seeing the names like Robbie Gray. Um, you know, <laughs> He's got Robbie Gray. Zorka, don't excite me. You've gone Bontempelli. Caleb Daniel and Mitch Dun- uh, sorry and Josh Dunkley you know we've spoken about Dunkley on the Doggies podcast I'd assume you're using that uh, kind of early Nank the Tank is a rock like nothing that's super sexy I like the Whitfield pick but there are uh, a lot of pedestrians in there I-, I think your midfield is too weak like way too weak especially with that uh, Bontempelli DPP um, Tatific is that how you spell it is- is- say it yep. Tatific yeah yep. Patreon member and I think it's Toddy SC, actually, now that I'm having a, a, another look at it. Um, yeah, didn't mind this team. This is a pretty good team. 
Uh, he's managed to secure Butters. He's got Jeremy Cameron, who I think will be good for, you know, uh, those like 80s to 90s. Uh, Rory Laird, Matt Rowe, Rowan Marshall. Like, I really, really like this team. Jaden Short down back. It was a really, really well put together team with a couple of potential DPPs. He's uh, he scored a grading of an A for me. What? Um, yeah, Tony. Wow. I like that. I, I really, really like it. His team's in a very, very, very good place. Yeah. Corey, yeah, oh, for fuck's sake. He's running Rayner, Jeremy Cameron, and Butters. He's not going to field a forward line. Just keep, just keep your mouth to yourself, please, mate. Uh, against all <laughs> odds, look, obviously had an early pick. He's gone, gone pretty high. Dustin Martin, Jeremy Howe. I'm not... No, Gorn was he, – he had the last pick. He was picked 12. He, wow, had, okay. he had the double pick. He had 12 well, third, then you sure. can understand these kind of rankings, and I don't mind that. Sam Walsh. Now, this is one that's going to kind of hurt him a little bit. Um, but against all odds, a score to B minus. I don't, I don't mind the team. It's just going to take a while to get going. I think that's going to hurt him a little bit. Crusaders, uh, this is a team I'm not excited about at all. Like, not at all. And I'm I'm very, very sorry. Whoever is running Crusaders, you've copped probably the worst draft grade uh, in here. You've copped a D. Uh, Josh Kennedy running your midfield with Boak. Like, they're super old. He's got Rosie, Lysette. Uh, not much coming off the bench. Timmy took T. Miller and Jared Lyons. You didn't like them. Yeah, uh, sorry. I took took Miller. I do. There's there's nothing wrong with Took, but um, you know Took and Jared. Like, I'm not really excited about everything else, boss. I think this is a team that's going to drop a lot of points, um, and I think there's a lot of injury concern in this team right now. There's a lot of aged players, um, and have a look how weak that defense is. It's I'm not liking it at all. So that was the harshest draft grade out here. His defense is better than mine. I have to, I have to say. At this that's, point, that's okay. I, I took a lot of uh, a lot of the potential of um, DPP coming into your defense as well with your rating. Uh, Bombs, you scored an A on my draft board. I think you drafted what? very, very, very well. Hold on, an A. Yep, you scored an A. Uh, you're a fucking idiot. That that team that I've put together is a minimum of an A double plus. Okay. I'm you've... sorry. That's fucking unders, mate. <laughs> you've that scored an unders. A. You've got a lot of potential uh, to move. You've also got a lot of injury-prone players in there as well. Matt Crouch, Paddy Cripps. Uh, Callum Mills is not even playing round one. Zach Williams, Perfect. Jordan Degoe, Scott Pendlebury. I do like it. McRae, I think you've done a really good Mitch job. Mitch Duncan, come and on, mate. I think you've scored really, really well off uh, picking a lot of those uh, midfielders. And I, I think, if anything, that's what's rounded your team. I think you're a little bit harsh on your defense because, you know, I get Pendlebury's a midfielder at the moment, but he goes down that back there. Um, and, you know, that slots out of Zach Tui. I like Lukosius in there as well. I reckon I reckon it slots out Lukosius. So I'm thinking my team's going to look Pendlebury's, Zach Tui, Zach Williams. Well, it's not bad. Um, off to Nards FC. Nards FC got a B. It's just uh, one of those real... Not the best team, not the worst team. I don't actually mind it. He's drafted pretty well. There's a lot of upside in this team, though. He was stiff not to get a B+. Plus. There's a lot of players who could take the next step. But any team that's got Chad Wingard in it and Tim Kelly just pisses me off. So uh, that kept like him. Grundy Sesh with a C-. minus. I am not a fan of this team at all, bar the fact it's not Sicily. Um, you know, Cunningham, Were you intrigued David to Mundy, find that he... Tom Mitchell was good. Aaron Hall, like it's yeah, it's a rough now, team. I've got I've got a few questions about this team, Corey. Yeah. Cunnington, he's drafted. Yeah. Surely he doesn't think he's playing. I wouldn't have picked Cunnington, though. 
Um, and why would someone select Jack Scrimshaw, Corey? He might know something you don't, mate. It's just almost like he may own a piece of his jersey or something. Oh, is this, is this Joel's <laughs> team? How do, you not, how do you not know it based on the team name Grundy? Oh, who the fuck, uh, Mitch? Really? Where was Jack Scrimshaw on your on your draft rankings? <laughs> Definitely undrafted not in about seven forty. Undrafted about seven forty. On the waivers, on the waivers list, mate. Jesus Christ, bro, uh, you're re- kidding. Relax, Maniacs. This is another team that I like. There's a lot of DPP potential going on here. I love the Tim English pick. I mean, fucking, he probably would have got in pretty low, and it's just absolute gun. Uh, Stewart, uh, Guthrie, Franklin, the big worry. Yeah, you're an injury. Gaff just being an absolute shit cunt. Um, I do like this team, but it was a B-plus for Relax Maniacs. Jack you're kidding. <sighs> You've actually lost it. No, it's a good team. It's a good midfield. Oh, I think you've you haven't nailed anyone apart from the couple of failures you've given out like a D you gave out a D before. Just, I think you just love yourself. Um, that's your problem. One Grundy legged... Sesh is a significantly better team than the team. No, no, no. You've Grundy, just read out Grundy next. Sesh is shit. That's a bad team. One legged Coyote. We've oh, got this guy's um... got no idea. Oh, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, me and you should have just won this podcast. Why is this fuck out here? Fair dinkum. Don't mind this team at all. One-legged Coyote looking all right. Uh, you got Ollie Wines, the big bull leading your front. Uh, a lot of my love childs are floating around in this team, so you, you can't be too upset. Tom McDonald, interesting one, paired with Luke Jackson too. So he's gone a little bit risky in that forward line. McCluggage, Wines. Um, Harris Andrews, where did he go? Does anyone know? Because I reckon you would have got him pretty cheap, and I think he's all right. Yeah, pretty late. Yeah. yeah I, I think that was one of his last picks. Yeah. I think Harris Andrews is one in draft leagues, especially those deeper draft leagues. The later you can get him, it's a it's a pickup that I don't actually mind. Harris Andrews is not going to set the world on fire. Why has he fucking picked up a lawyer, Hollands? That, that dickhead's going to average 50. <laughs> Jay Anderson hasn't even got jabbed. And Darcy Cameron. And you reckon you don't mind this team? Oh, I like the on-field team, and that's where the points are. He doesn't score points oh, off the bench, does fuck, he, mate? Fucking Luke Jackson. It's a, big, it's a B for oh, one-legged Coyote. Royal Cox. He is. This is, this he is. is another team that I uh, am a big fan of. I think he's drafted really well up forward. Um, he's got Nick Dacos in his team, so it's a fucking no-brainer. Look, look how good that team is. Uh, the DPP potential of Fife, Will Brody, Caldwell... Uh, Hunter, Trelaw, Sad, Rioli was an interesting pick, but yeah. Uh, Adams, can I just say, Kelly, yes. can I just say though, the DPP is only relevant in drafts if you've drafted the extra midfielder who can comfortably come onto the field. If you're now just going to the waivers in, in hope to find a midfielder to replace Nat Five so you can swing him forward, it's not going to work. Which Royal Cox has done here. Adams, Kelly, Caldwell. And Fife. No, Caldwell's his fifth midfielder. You're only playing three on field, aren't you? No, four no. midfielders on oh, field. Four four midfielders on three, field. four, one, three. Three, yeah, okay. four, one, three. Uh, he's got Lockie Hunter there as well, my friend. So that's five. I actually have uh, some news for you, boys. So Nick Dacos is uh, actually in my team now. So it's a bit of an oh, early trade. Oh, it's a trade. How good. It was a trade, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I no. saw that for Stephen May. What happened there? Yeah, so... Royal Cox wanted a uh, defender, and Dacos, uh, I know he's going to light it up, and I'm expecting a big average from the young man. So oh, Probably would have held on to May. Hey, are you all there? <laughs> and yes, so, you traded, so no, no, you no, 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 no. You traded out Stephen May for Dacos. 
I don't need a defender. That's the that's the. Uh... And you've Hold just. On. Aren't you meant to be? Aren't you meant to be the fucking the draft guru here? And you Corey, we've hired him on very big dollars, by the way, Corey. <laughs> very, very big money. And he's just come out and said, hey, this is not a keeper league, but take Stephen May, who averaged 90 in defence, and I'll pick up Nick Dacos, who's going to fucking pump out seven years as a midfielder. But guess what? I'll get him as a I'll get him as a defender when he gets his fucking DP. <laughs> You've just lost 20 points, you fuckhead. Nah, so May, May would actually be right on my bench. So that's why. Oh, so and Dacos is going to be on field. <laughs> Good win. Hold on, is Dacos on field for you? No, he won't be on field. But uh, oh, he's not going to be on field. Oh no! So hold on, you're telling me Nick Dacos is going to out-average Stephen May this season? I don't think he will out-average him. He Why the fuck make... have you traded then? <laughs> because I don't think he will average. I he won't average more than my defenders that I have now. But he's going and to be a defender. And Stephen May would have had average. What happens when you get an injury? And hey, what? look, Corey, I, mate, I, I, I know you gave this guy a C, but fair income after the trade, give, give him an F. <laughs> fucking sack him, mate. Sack him, get rid of him, mate. Oh, fuck it. How have you? I would have given you fucking significantly better than Dacos for May. My defense is fucked. Just so we know. Just so we know, Royal Cox is just really sitting here trying to see what his grade's going to be. Um, and after that piece of masterful training, he's going to an A plus. He's got the best team in the game, and he's um, oh, he's no! gonna win it. No way, he's better than me. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it is. It is drafted a lot better than your team, and there are on f- on field points. He is flying. Nah, he's fucked. Nah, he's no good. Bullshit. Put Gresham, Rio, Rioli, and Trelaw. Goldstein. I love it that you're laughing at them. Those three players that you just named, Bar Goldstein, you've mentioned that you've had in your team at some stage this week. But I haven't had Trelawne Rioli. Gresham. His, his, weakest, his weakest link is Rioli, and, I reckon, and I, I reckon he'll fix that up pretty easy. So that's a good team. That team's better than your team. Um, Farmer, oh, wants, Farmer wants a five. I, I didn't mind this team either. As well. I think it was drafted well. Couple of really questionable names in here, though. Coleman Jones and Goulden. His forward line is absolutely oh. fucked. However, however, on the bench is Toby Green. I love the Caleb Sarong pick, too. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. So, if he gets a little this bit lucky with some DPP. Yeah, big Draper. He, uh, he needs a little bit going on. Now, I don't know why. I don't know why. He's drafted Draper and Darcy in a league that this that's this small, and you could definitely get some rut cover off the bench later on. Um, especially having Sean Darcy, like you know, he's just going to pop. Draper would never be fielded. So there's a couple of question marks, especially up forward. It's a B plus for far more to five. And How's he couldn't have B plus? He's, that, nuts. That's probably one of the worst teams. D's nuts definitely not, not one of the worst teams. Actually, not a bad team at all. D's nuts has put together a pretty good team as well. Except there's a couple I don't like, in, especially in Salwood. I think his midfield is a little bit light on. If the Warpedo, and I know you're big on the Warpedo and draft leagues, can kind of uh, jump back up and do things, I think Joel Salwood will be one that ends up on the bench. And it's a B plus for D's nuts as well. That rounds it all out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry that you had to all listen to Bombs' absolute bullshit of sucking it up. Um, I'm sorry, if it Mitch. was If it was up to him, everyone would have been getting a D, and he would have been getting an A+. And that's 
literally the Bonks Express in a nutshell. Mitch, come on, mate. Can you at I'm... least apologise for that, that rubbish of a trade? I mean, come on. Oh, I, uh, I, I think I've been undercut here. Fucking C+. Oh, yeah, you're, you've that definitely got that. before you traded Stephen May for Dacos. You should be on a fucking G at the moment. <laughs> nah, he's, he's, not making, he's not making the fucking defence over Helmet, fucking Whitfield and Zeeble. There's no way. Well, you could have drafted an on-field player. That's what, you're giving him someone to field in his best 11 or 12 or whatever oh. many fucking players we got. We're not here and to you're argue t- about that anyway. It's, uh, we're here no, 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 no. Corey, this is a draft podcast. Because I'll tell you what, if you've got absolute peanuts out there, Corey, that just want to do trade, I mean, by all means, I, I might even set up a bit of a trade with you later here, mate. <laughs> now, <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't trade, right, someone that's going to be on the best field for someone for someone that's going to sit on your bench. If he's going to get a top... Four, how many players have we got here? 14? Uh, 3, 6, 10, 11. Yeah, we've got 11 players. If you're giving him a best 11 player for himself, you're going to want a best 11 for yourself in return. Are you not? Is that not logical, Corey? I would say so, yeah. You've been, you've been absolutely ripped off, Mitch. I'm sorry. but what? And, and you know what? How good's it going to be when Dacos averages 147 over the first seven weeks? And Mitch is just sitting there laughing at me, thinking Bonks has got no idea. Which is my no, I, uh, Yeah, I got a big raps on him. That's why uh, I, I traded it. I, uh, May was only going to sit on my bench, and I've got a player on my bench that's only averaging two points less than him. So, but, you, but, you've really tra- but you understand my point. You've traded, you've traded him for someone that's going to sit in his best eleven. Only to receive someone's going to sit on your pine and average, and who you said before is not even going to out average Stephen May. I think there'll be games where Dacos will pop more, and then I'll need him to pop more in my midfield because that's my weakest link at the moment. That's why. Are you ever going to field him? I think there's definitely after the practice games, and I see what position he's going to play. And going off the intra club, I think he he might be someone I field over a couple of my mids. At some point, who are you mean? Uh, I got Bont, Zorko, Greenwood, and Prestia. Oh well, Prestia's never going to play a game. See, but you've got a best eleven then. Yeah. Oh look, I, I think Dacos will be ninety-five average for the year. Ninety-five average, Corey. Sam Walsh couldn't even produce ninety-five. Yeah, could he? he's better than Sam Walsh, but what did Sam Walsh average? Was it ninety-two? Oh, Holy crap! Corey, I'm just flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> nah, not bad. All right, Bob, do you want to give us the rundown on your team, a kind of a little bit of draft strategies, and one that you looked at late and you got that you liked? Well, my team reads as is on field. Uh, do we count? You want me to count Pendles as a defender? Up to you. What I'm anticipating. This is what I'm anticipating my team to look like after round six. Tui Williams. Oh, well, Pendlebury will head it. Pendles, uh, Tui and Williams. Uh, Jack McRae, Cal Mills, Matt Crouch, Paddy Grips, uh, Jared Witts, and Mitch Duncan, Jordan DeGoey. And, look, one of Laddams or Gunston and, I, and my bench, um, the other players I've got, Darcy Byrne-Jones and Jack Billings. I'm hoping the Jack Billings one was a little bit – I didn't really want him, but he was – he might have been my very last – 
I picked, I reckon. Maybe my second last play pick. But that was more of a, look, if he ends up in the forward line, he's surely going to be my third best forward there and overtake someone like Gunston or Laddams that's kind of fighting for that position at the moment. I think I drafted Laddams. So you heard Mitch speak earlier about a little bit of uh, DPP. He just wanted to make sure he had all his lines covered and stuff. So I went Laddams pretty early. Just in the event that, what's his name that rucks at Sydney that's permanently injured? Hickey. Yeah, how good. How good if Hickey goes down. Laddams, auto, like top 10, I reckon even in classic, um, forward. So I went in pretty early in the event that that happens. But also, it just provides, look, if my Ruckman goes down, then I can swing Laddams into there and then field a forward rather than go into the waivers and field in like a really kind of, you know, duddish Ruckman because 12 teams, you know, would then go into, you know, Ruckman number 14, 15, 16, whatever it might be at that point in time. So um, I did that. Um there's not much else I think I uh, I did in terms of draft strategy, Corey, apart from going Pendles maybe a little bit. Well, see, I didn't even think it was early because I felt like when I got him, because I, I started going off in the chat, didn't I, Mitch? Just like, oh, I just got that steal of the draft. I got the steal of the draft. But I think what I found was it, it's what's really important. You can tell what teams put in some prep because when Cornelio started going off the board, when Sicily went off the board, there were players I was like, oh, fuck, I can't believe they're still there. You know, I can't believe they're still there. And then uh, then they went off the board. So it's important to do your draft rankings and ranking them, you know, making sure Sicily, because if they're not in front of your face, you know, it might come to your pick and you pick someone else ahead of them and you're like, shit, was Sicily there? I didn't even realise because, you know, their name was all the way down the bottom kind of thing. Players like Canelio on that, very important. Yeah, it, it is important that you do some, if you've got a draft coming up, especially if it's a cash draft league, don't just go in there and we always do draft strategy beforehand. Um, Mitch, same question to you. Was there, how'd you go? How'd your team? Was there anything, anyone that you looked at lately you got anything out of the ordinary? Yeah, so there was one I got real late. I think it was probably my ninth pick or, or eighth pick. It was Jack Zebel. So nice. it, everyone just kept just going over him and going over him, going over him. And with Aaron Hall's injury history, I thought that he might be a decent pick. Now, obviously, Aaron Hall's injured for the start of the year. Another soft tissue. Uh, but yeah, I got him real late, and it was just really unexpected. Um, yeah, remind me, Mitch, did you you picked him? Because I, I was started writing in the chat, I'm going to pick the number one defender. I'm going to pick the number one defender. And then people were like, fuck, this guy's going to get Zebel next. Because you had to pick a few before me, then Zebel went off the board, and people were like, ha he's taking your number one defender. And I think I'll Pendles the very next pick. Now, if you could redraft right now, would you take Zebel or Pendles as a defender? Oh, if I could redraft right now, I probably would take Pendles because I know that he's probably going to be a top five defender just because of the ball use and everything like that. So... I uh, I actually wanted him, and I think you had a couple picks before me. I th- I got Zebel after you got Pendles. I think it was a couple rounds after. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you'd already drafted because I actually wanted Pendles. He was. Oh, he was, I think I might have been taking the. I might have been when I said I'm getting the number one defender. I might have taken Zach Williams. I might have been putting a bit of mayo on that one. Was it Zach Williams? I said that. I can't remember now. I think so. But yeah, I really wanted Pendles uh, because I knew the DPP. And you were the only person I was worried about that was getting him. I, I didn't think anyone else was going to get him. Yeah. And then you got Zorko. And you reckon Zorko might be, because you're a big believer as well, Zorko's probably going to get a bit of DPP. Yeah, I think he will get DPP as well. So that's why I uh, that's why I picked him. I got him real late as well. I think it was probably my 10th or 11th pick. It, once again, everyone was just bypassing him. and 
he has games where he can pop off pretty easily as well. And Lions mid struggle to stay healthy. And if they get one or two injuries, Rayner goes down or Bailey goes down, then I think they'll put Zorko straight back into that midfield group. Is there a way to look at the draft? Is there a way to look at the draft to see, you know, you can't see who was a first pick, second pick? Well, that's just fucking awkward enough, mate. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward. I don't look, don't, there might have changed, but I know a couple of years ago there wasn't. Oh, no, hold on, here we go, draft recap. I've got it. it. Oh, yeah, here we go, I can work out exactly who I took it. Draft rank, what does draft rank mean? Does that mean the number I picked them up at? Potentially. Surely not. I think it's what they're ranked like. Oh, pre-draft. Ranked, pre-draft, yeah. Was there, you know, have you got the top 10 there, Bombs, for us? Or top 12? What do you mean by top 10? The the players that went off the board. Because I think this is something we should talk about. A, a, a lot of people go into drafts and I think... I they... don't. I don't have that history, but I can remember what, what had happened. Okay, hit us up with what you can remember. Yeah, yeah Mitch, you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but it was pick one Grundy. Yeah, pick one was Grundy. Yeah. Look, I don't hate that. I'll, I'll, I'll just chuck in. I don't hate that. I mean, I don't think I would have taken Grundy with pick one, but I don't hate it. No chance. Yep, I wouldn't have taken that. Pick two was Jack Steele. <laughs> okay. Uh, Again, yep. you, I can't argue with it, but I probably would have taken someone else ahead of that. Yep, you probably would have taken who I took at pick three, Luke Jack McRae. Yeah, that's 100%. Yep. That's, that's would have I been would have taken one. him at pick one. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where, where would you have had him on the board there, Mitch? I, I thought McCray was going one. Yeah. Mr. Consistent. Like, I was so game. surprised. Like, so surprised he made it that late. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, I was uh, I was very surprised. Now, pick four. What the fuck happened pick four, Mitch? I, what I think, I can actually tell you who the top ten was. I can oh, well, there you go. Is it better for you? Yeah, you the, go ahead then. Grundy was pick one. Jack Steele was two. McRae was three. Four was Oliver. Pick five was me, Bont and Pally. Pick Jeez, six... I think Bont was way too early. What do you that's that's way too early. Pick five, and I think this is where your draft grades kind of like hit it. You are betting a lot on, on a player like Bont to get DPP taken in at pick five, I think. Five is so early. In saying that, look, he was one of the best players for a period of time last year, easily, including Supercoach. You know I was all about it. But I think I want, in those top 10 picks, I just want something consistent over the year. I don't want a player that's going to give me 80s from week to week, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm not worried about DPP at pick number five. I yeah. just want my big dog. Like, I'm happy for him to, like, if, because if Bond doesn't go, doesn't get the DPP, you have to be happy with that at pick five in yeah. order to take it and at I pick five. I think there's other players I would prefer, but keep going. But you bump him up, but Mitch bumps him up. You see, that's that's uh, the difference in draft strategy. I, I think the uh, the runs that he goes on almost second to none. There's five or six weeks that he'll go on a run where he's just the best average mid. Yeah, he drops yeah. off in there, but there's some runs that he'll go on that will win me games, and that's what I thought about. No Titch, captains as well. Important. Yeah, there's no captain either. Yeah. yeah. So Titch was pick six. Took yeah. Miller slid seven. <laughs> he the, took Miller should not have been in the first round. Zach if Merrick, I'd picked if I'd picked twelve and took Miller was there, I wouldn't take him. I would have taken I would have taken took ahead of um, Merritt though. Yeah, Merritt was eight. Jake Lloyd was pick nine. Lockie Neal was pick ten, which very was very surprising. Uh, Petrarca was pick eleven, and pick twelve was Max Gorn. 
So you think Lockie Neal went too high? I disagree. Yeah. I think I think he went. Way I would have had I would have had Lockie Neal ahead of Petrarca. Um, Zach Merritt. Zach Merritt. He, was, he was ahead of Petrarca. It's yeah, so I would have had him ahead of Merritt. I probably would have had him ahead of Talk as well. Yep. Well, I agree. Yeah. I don't um, know because people he's taken. Because people always like basing it on the last twelve months. Like, and well, you've got to remember, thing, like two years ago, too. Like. And the other thing they're basing on is price in normal Supercoach as well, which is irrelevant. You have to take that completely out of the equation. Who's going to average more, this person or that person? Yeah, exactly. And that's what you need to look at. The second round was where it really got interesting. That was when we saw people kind of shape their teams. Yeah. Um, Sam Walsh was pick 13, so that was the double pick. Now, was this before injury news? No, this no. was... No, this, he already knew he was injured. Fuck. Correct. That yeah. is... Balls, There's man. no way Walsh would have been 13 with pre-injury news. Yeah, Damn. yeah, that that was a really interesting one. I, I reckon that's yeah. too early for someone who's out six to eight. Andy Brayshaw went pick 14. That's just a love child oh, kind of thing. I think that's really stupid. No wonder why I've got a fucking what a uh, six million plus. My God, pick 15, uh, Toddy FC, Rory Laird. That's one I really liked. I thought he was going to drop a bit. Mm, I don't Yuck. know. I've taken it at fifteen, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. Uh, Josh Kelly, pick sixteen. Yeah, that was good. That's that's, that's a steal. That's a slider. Yeah, agreed. Ollie Wines at seventeen. Yeah, again, good. Uh, Eighteen was Jared Lyons. It was a bit high for me, but no, Lyons should go ahead of Wines. Yeah, though, really. Uh, Parish was nineteen. <sighs> After one year, that's the one you, on you trust in yeah, that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's funny because round three, <laughs> yeah, good pick, Parish. Round two, uh, yep. So you're telling me Sean Darcy's still not off the board here as well? Josh Dunkley, Josh Dunkley was next. That's the one I picked. <laughs> that's a shocking pick. Um, well, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Uh, but but you've got to compare. Look, Josh Dunkley's gone, right? Who should be still a top six forward? When players like fucking Ollie Wines are getting drafted, yeah. Corey. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, so, like, you might say on the surface it's a bad pick, but when you look at what fucking players actually go on at this point in the draft, like, Dunkley would have been my next pick. I think that's how I ended up with uh, Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, I don't mind, yeah. but I, I like the Dunkley. I don't, like, you know how I feel about Dunkley anyway. I think there's just, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I know, but Dunkley could, Dunk, uh, Dunkley could be 115. Yeah, yeah. Sitting as yeah. a guaranteed forward. Yeah, yeah I like that one. Sean Darcy was actually the next pick, so pick 21. Now, that's too low. That should have been heaps higher. Ruckman or a dime a dozen, and when you've got three that are going to absolutely pop off this year, that to get that in the 20s is a fucking steal. I thought that was a very good pick that, as well. Who, who took that? Yeah. Farmer wants a five. Yeah, that's a steal. That's a steal. That was a, a steal. Pick 22 was Bonf, and uh, Mitch Duncan was his second pick. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a late second pick again. I don't mind that, especially the way you know you've recovered like for three injury news. Uh, yeah, and and you know that's the, to grab that forward there and then kind of round your midfield out the way you did is really well too. Oh, smash my look! I knew Crouch and Cripps were going to be sliders, and I'm with you know without ruining the draft here, Corey. The thing I just was just like fuck it, I'm going to get Patty. I'm going to go get Callum Mills next. I thought I was more likely to get Callum Mills on the turn than I was to get Duncan on the turn. Yeah, let's and do that's. It. What, We'll do a couple yeah. more rounds. Yeah, Tom Stewart was 23. 
Yeah. Uh, Danger was twenty four. Four. Now that's I think that's that's a slider. That yeah, that was definitely a slider. Because um, that's a man. I mean, I'm not picking on based on DPP, but that's a man who can definitely get it done in the midfield and has a serious sniff to be. So I think that's a slider. Pick twenty five was Luke Parker. Yep. Uh, twenty six was Guthrie. Yep. Twenty seven was your boy Bonds with Keller Mills. Now I would have taken probably Mills ahead of those last two as well. This Injury is where factor. Got... We knew he was injured at this point. Yeah, I think that's why he slid yeah. a little. I think that's why he slid. You know so what? You might because... have even actually got him in the next round as well. With this, oh, no, no way. No, when you look at some of the players who were drafted next, there's no way. Yep. Mills was what? Because after my next pick, I think there's 14 picks before my next okay. one after that. Yeah. Well, then yeah. you have to take it. He was going to be my next pick. Yeah. So I which would have been a couple after me. Yes. Which I, mean, would, I was a couple before you, so I would have taken him before you. So. Uh, next one was Jack Crisp, fun once of five, and then Again, I don't mind that, especially after and then the other news. Pick pick twenty nine was me again with Lockie Whitfield, and I thought that was the biggest slider. That is a mammoth. Slide. That was very good. That is a yeah. huge slide. I was yeah. expecting to go second round. Yeah, easy. So. I, I would have had a look at him in the second round. That's a mammoth slide. Aaron Hall was pick thirty. I'm actually uh, surprised, Bumps, that you didn't take Whitfield ahead of him. I looked there. I looked at him. I looked at Whitfield, but I wanted to be I wanted to go pretty hard on the midfield because I had a clear thing that I was gonna get Pendles. Pendles was gonna swing to the back line, so I was like I just I just want my midfield strong. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Rich was pick thirty one by Crusaders. Mm-hmm. You notice now all the defenders are going? Yeah. I don't know if you picked it's, up it's on just the trend. Yeah. yeah. McCluggage uh, was pick 32. Yeah. Nat Fife at 33. That's a slide. I get that we, you're playing with injury and everything as well, but that's a slide. Yep. Jaden Shaw was pick 34. Again, I reckon. Bargain. Another one. Bargain. Daniel, yeah. There's no way Daniel Rich should be going ahead of Short. Hmm. Like Agreed. No, like, no chance. That is a fucking awesome pick, whoever's picked that up. Toddy FC. Uh, Bailey Dale... Uh, was pick this that 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 was fucking Will, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Will. Yeah, was that, that I could not fucking believe. Was that a mistake? I assume not, because there was no mm-hmm. complaining. Maybe he was going to pick Caleb Daniel. I uh, I picked Caleb Daniel. I think it was two rounds later I picked him. Mate, that, that's a big reach. That's a big reach. Bailey, uh, what, what was he scared he was going to go? Really? Yeah. Well, I think he probably would have been there well into the next round, but yep. Dusty was pick 36. Yeah, and that's probably a good pick down that late too. That's a slider. Uh, I'll do one more round. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Dawson was pick 37. Like it. Nick Nat was pick 38. Don't mind that there. So that's a, a fourth round Ruckman that's probably going to be very, very competitive. Uh, another one I really liked was Jordan Ridley went at 39. I thought he slid. Mm, yes, I did as well. Actually, Corey, we will be talking, I'm sure, very soon. <laughs> Maybe next week about my uh, desire to get him into my team, I reckon. Here we go. Adam Trawall was pick 40. Yeah, great pick. Uh, Luke Ryan was pick 41. Yep. Yeah. Taranto slid to 42. I would have taken that incredible. Yeah. That incredible. Do you think yeah. Will took get this in your head? Will took Bailey Dale ahead of Taranto. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, the next one was Joel, and he picked Sicily 
and uh, right. nope, that was phenomenal. That one. That's an awesome pick. Uh, I picked uh, Daniel next, so pick forty-four. Yeah. Uh, forty-five was Hopper. Yep. The next Suck one was forty-six Bonds. Uh, Matt Crouch. That's one I really liked. Fuck, I can't believe Hopper went out of Crouch. Yep. Uh, Tim English was pick forty-seven. Yep. Probably and then rich, yeah. last pick of forty-eight was Christian Salem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that, well, actually, there's probably one more that did. I didn't think that's like that far. 51, Jordan Degoe. Yeah, that was my next pick, I think. Yeah. yeah. Next pick, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's, look, it's a good insight. I mean, a, a lot of people will sit there and look back, and, I mean, this probably helps, you know, especially the way we're talking about I wouldn't take this guy out of this guy and, and, and that aspect as well. There's, there's been, it's been a pretty good potty, actually. It's gotten quite a lot out of this. Anything, anything else either of you two want to add in regards to the drafts, things to do, etc. before you sign off? Corey, people, they may uh, they may become familiar with uh, with Mitch's content. They may be familiar with his content already because anything that comes out draft-related is all fucking put together by this bloke now. It's anything go one that or comes two ways. out of the page at the moment is put out by this bloke. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'll tell you what, Corey, he's done a tremendous amount of work and he's... Uh, in all honesty, Mitch, you've done more work in the past two weeks than probably setters have done in four years for us. <laughs> that's just straight. That's just straight facts. Now, I understand that uh, you know you've got some probably work to do on your own team. I mean, trading McDakos, that's just. I mean, fucking come on, Corey. But my goodness. But no, you're doing a great job, and I actually I don't mind reading all the draft stuff, and I'm looking forward to you writing about draft plays and taking them on the waivers. That's what I'm really looking forward to do. Be really kind of like sticking it up here. <laughs> yeah, look, that's going to be the, the interesting part of this gig. Um, I want the members to feel free to message me, and uh, even if they want to pick me, ask me a few questions or anything like that, or if they want any advice drafting or anything like that, always happy to uh, reach out to them when I have a chance. Hey, bye, members. Right, no, bye, members. In, he means, exactly. The Discord yeah, Patreons, if, don't be a fucking freeloader. Don't free fucking <laughs> through in fucking <laughs> Facebook inbox because yeah. you're just going to be redirected to the Patreon. Now, you can you can find Mitch at, at Mitch27 underscore SCE at, uh, in the uh, Discord there if you're just wondering how do I tag him or whatever. You can generate this conversation. But Mitch, don't you fucking dare start shoveling a side business here where you're helping people and not just fucking putting it out there to help myself beat you in this draft league. Yeah. <laughs> That that won't be received well. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of it, Bunt. <laughs> Absolutely loved it, Mitch. Thank you. Done well today, my friend. I uh, I know it's never easy to jump on one of these, especially when you got the express yelling at you for forty five minutes and you don't really know how to deal with the fuckhead. But that's all right, uh, Bunt. Corey, I, I can exclusively say because the live feed's going off here in Patreon, right? They're saying he's already better than Joel. That's what they're. That's what they're saying, here, Corey. They reckon. They reckon. Get this guy on for more podcasts and Joel less. That's what they're saying, Corey. Mitch, who do you break for? Uh, Barrack for Carlton. Oh, He's a very good man, Corey. Go. He's a very good man, this Mitch. There you go. All right, latest on behalf of Bombs, Mitch, myself, and the Patreons at patreon.com/sc elites. Peace out, and thank you for listening. <laughs>